Certainly, if you watch television at all, you know there's a lot being said this week about 9-11, and there will be a lot more said about it tomorrow, especially. And so I want to mention it this morning, too. Twenty years ago tomorrow, the Lord was bombarded by prayers from this country. They would probably set a record if we only knew how many there were. As people fell from buildings, choosing to jump rather than be burned, those who witnessed all that appealed to God in many ways to welcome them into eternity, to be with their families as well. When they re-show all that tomorrow, you'll hear, you'll hear people in the background saying over and over three words, Oh my God! Sometimes it's just an exclamation, but other times it's a prayer. So as the horror unfolded in those towers, and in many of those people there and many in the airplanes used their cell phones to call home one last time. For many families, now it's 20 years later, they've never erased those messages. In fact, they've made copies of them. 24 phone calls, they say, were made by the passengers in the plane over Pennsylvania. Numerous calls, too many to count, were made from the towers in New York. And certainly everything they said that day, they meant. There was no hypocrisy, that's for sure. They meant everything they said to their loved ones who often weren't home, and so they had to leave messages. They praised their wives, they praised their children, and they praised God, too. One man who was born in Michigan but had lived in New York a long time named Frank Doyle made a call from the roof of one of the towers. He had gone up to the roof hoping to be rescued by a helicopter. And this was his message, still cherished by his family today. This is what he said. Sweetie, we've gone up on the roof. The doors are locked and we can't go down. I know you know this, but I love you. You need to tell Zoe and Garrett every day for the rest of their lives how much Daddy loves them. And then a Todd Beamer who was born in Flint, Michigan, and left, his family left when he was about two years old, on the plane over Pennsylvania, contacted a GTE operator and spoke to her for a lengthy time. She told him what had happened in New York so he knew what to expect on that plane. They recited the Lord's Prayer together. He told her about his family, told her that recently he and his wife had had a visit on a trip to Rome, said he was going to call his wife to tell her how much he loved her. But before he could make that call, the operator reported later that she'd heard in the background words like, Are you ready? Let's roll. And then the passengers tried to take over the plane, causing it to crash in that field in Pennsylvania. We believe, we'll never know, that the plane was destined for the White House or the Capitol building. They had already crashed one plane into the Pentagon that day. So Todd Beamer's widow wrote a book entitled Let's Roll.
And on the dedication page, he says, To Todd, my husband, thank you for loving God, putting him first. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for teaching us patience and mercy. I promise to finish our journey well. See you later. And then she says in her book, something good for all of us, my choice was to continue to look at all I had lost or to look at all that I have. My choice was to become bitter or to become better. My choice was to live in fear or to live in hope. I have chosen to live in hope. And our dictionaries had new terms after that day 20 years ago. Terms like 9-11, we all know what that means. Terms like ground zero and the term let's roll and perhaps some others too. The newspaper said that tens of millions of Americans stopped what they were doing and spoke to God that day. Really, when you look back, the goodness of the American people won out that day. Love conquered hate, it always seems to. Jesus wept over Jerusalem, Scripture tells us. I wonder if he wept that day over man's inhumanity to man. But he also blessed us and perhaps helped us not to become bitter people, but better people. Helped us not to live in anger and fear, but to live in hope. So we still pray for them, those people in those buildings and on those planes 20 years later. We still pray for their families. We also are thankful for the tremendous amount of good that's found in people in this country when they're attacked or under pressure, who spoke to God that day, who invoked his name. One told me the other day that she went to the Bay City Adoration Chapel right away that day. A lot of love was spoken that day, too. So that Todd Beamer found courage and strength just in the old Our Father that we know so well, recited by the GT operator as well. And maybe that was true of a lot of them. Others found peace knowing their families were safe, and every one of them spoke about love. I think, I think that that Frank Doyle said it so well, and, and that's why love conquered that day. I just want to repeat it one more time. I know you know this, but I love you. You need to tell Zoe and Garrett every day for the rest of their lives how much Daddy loves them. So a love first taught to us by Christ Jesus himself. A good question for this weekend coming up is this for you and me. If you and I were in a situation later today where we would never come home again, and if we had a cell phone on us, who would you call? Who would you call and what would you say?